Welcome to the See the Sights podcast again. I'm using my weirdo radio voice today. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I guess I'm still struggling with how to like create a solid, I don't know, intro, something I always say when I come in here. But um, so probably, well, not probably. You 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 read the the title to this, I'm sure, and uh, it has to do with. Um, with astronauts and perspective and uh, well uh so casey and i watched the right stuff a few weeks ago on disney plus it was really good uh there was a movie the right stuff back in the what like like late 80s or early 90s i think it was an awesome movie i loved it but then this was a, a series about the same story it was the mercury astronauts and you know the trying to be the first man in space and all that space race stuff that happened around the late fifties and early sixties and throughout the sixties, I guess. And, um, <clears throat> it got me thinking about like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Let me look into this again. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that I kept thinking of John Glenn as the first man in space. And it turned out that John Glenn wasn't the first man in space. <laughs> he was just a really well-known astronaut um, and I think he was, I think he was the second man into space. Anyway, I, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here, but I started thinking about the moon missions, which by the way, John Glenn ended up on the moon too. Why am I talking just about John Glenn? I don't, I don't know why, but I do want to talk about the moon missions and you know, here, here's something. I mean, the whole world was tied up with thinking about space travel and traveling to the moon during the 70s all through the 60s and the 70s and the early 80s for that matter because that whole space race happened during the 60s and we finally got to the moon in the late at what like 1969 and throughout the 70s there was still talk of you know this crazy fact that we made it to the moon and they built the space shuttle and all these just all the space travel stuff but but really we're talking about the moon missions here and the first moon mission, as far as men, crewed mission, people actually in a capsule going to the moon, was in December of 1968, and that was Apollo 8. That was the a crew that flew to the moon, but they didn't land on the moon. So everybody always thinks of Apollo 11, you know, Neil Armstrong climbing off the ladder, hopping down onto the surface of the moon. He's the first man on the moon, but... It, Turns out that he he was only the first man to stand on the moon. There were actually three other astronauts that flew to the moon and made 10 orbits around it over like a 20-hour span of time and then flew home. It took them like three days to get there and three days to get back. It was it, it's, it's crazy. And it had to have been a scary, just scary as hell. I mean, you know, they were trained, they were all about it, but there had to be some bit of, of fear in their, in their, in their mind or heart of, of, of you know, kind of, wow, this is crazy. I mean, we're going just hundreds of thousands, if not millions of miles away from, well, it's not, it's hundreds of thousands. I, I don't know all the details necessarily, but I, I, I did a little cursory look up here and it turns out that there were six manned missions to land on the moon and there was the first one apollo 8 that went around the moon and all of these were men who went there now two guys would go to the surface and one guy would 
stay in the orbiting capsule, but they traveled all the way out there to the moon and back. Imagine what that was like. They were, you know, especially the first crew to go around the moon and the first crew to land on the moon what to expect i mean there were there was just hypothesis of of what that was of what it was going to be like to be there we didn't actually know what it would be like i mean we, we had a great idea of it but but who knows what kind of sur- surprise there was going to be who knows if we you know land and find out that the thing is all hollow or that it's actually made of cheese or <laughs> point is is that they went they they faced that fear and 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 they they faced it through preparation they made sure that they they did all kinds of training before they got there they they had all kinds of equipment specially made they knew most of what to expect and still it would have been a scary journey and they got there and 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 they they're able to have this new perspective when they get there. They land on this other surface and they turn back and they can look at the earth and see it in a different light. They can see it as this this other place. And what is it what is that like to to do that? I mean, I I wouldn't know. They can explain it to me all they want, but I I would never know what that is like. I also find it really interesting that you know that the moon doesn't actually, you know, it doesn't rotate on its axis at all. So whenever we look at the moon, yes, it changes phases, but it's always the same. When we're looking up at it from the Earth, the f- we only see the front of the moon. However, it is in a different part of the sky for us. Some nights, there is no moon. Other nights, we have a full moon right above us. And, and sometimes it's on the horizon, and sometimes it's directly above us. You know, it's, it's like high midnight, but, or it's lower in the sky. Or it's higher, depending on the season. It's it, you know, it, the moon is this changing thing for us. But if you're on the face of the moon, that's facing towards Earth, the Earth is just spinning there. It's it's gonna always be in the same spot in the sky because the moon never turns. It just goes around, and you sit there that you're just going to look at the rotation of the earth. You're not going to see it move into a lower part of the sky or, or higher. It's, it's not going to behave like the moon does for us. The sun's going to move because, you know, the earth's going around. But I don't know if this is coming through as far as uh, over a podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm actually using my hands right now. <laughs> to demonstrate this to someone who can't see this but but I think you get the idea is that is that the moon's perspective of the earth is different than our perspective of the moon and the astronauts perspective was completely changed when they went there, I mean, except for like one guy that I heard on a podcast I think he was on like the Joe Rogan podcast one of the astronauts that went they asked him, and he's, I, I, I think, actually think it was on the podcast, This American Life or Freakonomics, one of those podcasts, which are all ones that I listen to. But this astronaut really 
just kind of didn't care. It was just a job for him. And he flew there and he did, they, you know, was it awe inspiring? He's like, ah, I don't know. I don't, I didn't really care. I just went there to do my job and came back and the, that's it. So what? One, one guy, the rest of them completely moved perspective changed. Just their, their minds changed. They were able to think about things differently because they went there and they and they were forever changed by that journey. Well, I think that in a lot of ways, special needs parenting is, it's, it's more perspective changing and a lot more frightening of a journey. Um, especially in a situation like, like ours, where we had a perfect pregnancy and, and, and expected this healthy baby, we were, you know, had these expectations of, of our of our destination, you know, it's like, I think parents, typical parents, it's, it's like passengers on an airline. They've booked their ticket. They know what their destination is. They are going to get there safely for the most part. And, you know, it's, it's a fairly comfortable ride. There, there are crashes and turbulence sometimes, but generally they reach that destination that they're, they're planning to head for. Yes. It's not all, you know, perfect, but, but for special needs parents, especially like Casey and I, we had that expectation of that destination. It was like, we were, well, there's the old story that passes around in the special needs world about, um, was it Italy versus Holland? And I don't want to go fully into the story, but someone books a trip week long to go to Italy and they get diverted to Holland and instead of being unhappy about it, they find happiness in Holland and find out new things and have a wonderful trip going to Holland. Well, I want to say that it's more like we've booked a trip to Holland and they put us on a rocket ship and shot us to the moon. <laughs> to me, it's like that. It's this frightening journey where I thought I was, I thought I was staying here on the earth, but I got just rocketed to a whole other planet. I mean, it's not a planet, it's a moon, but a, but a whole other place that, that I have to look back on the earth. And it's, 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 it was that foreign. It was that scary. I was this untrained astronaut that got shot into space with my co-pilot, you know, my co-astronaut right there with me. And we're just, we're just scared as shit <laughs> rocketing off the planet and, and, and unsure how to land this thing on the moon. And now here we are on the moon with this new perspective, you know, hoping that our oxygen holds out and what do we do? Okay. And, and we had to figure out how to build our ship and take off and maybe get ourselves back down to earth. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't know that we're necessarily ever going to get back to the planet well we were forever changed anyway but but again amazing journey but i can't expect other people to understand what it is like i don't i can't expend ex, expect typical parents people with typical family members to understand what it's like to 
live this special needs life. And when I say I can't expect that, I mean I can't get angry with these people because they don't get it. And I'm not trying to be elitist about it either and say, well, <laughs> you just don't get it. I would never do that. I, I'm going to explain. I'm going to go ahead and be vulnerable. That, that's what this whole vlog on my YouTube channel is about. That's what this podcast is about, is me trying to explain what this is, trying to give you some information about what my perspective is like, about what it's like for me to stand up here on the moon and look at the earth and go, wow, look, look at that. This is pretty scary, but it's pretty amazing at the same time. And while I think it would be amazing to travel to the moon, I think it'd just be frightening. And I don't know necessarily that I would be willing to hop into an Apollo spacecraft, maybe they're going to build something, you know, maybe Elon Musk is going to come through for us and build a really safe uh, rocket that'll get us there. You know, I might be willing to make that journey to the moon, but but to hop into a, a late 1960s rocket right now and they say, okay, we're, we're not going to give you any training, we're going to shoot you to the moon, you, you're ready to go, you want to go see what it's like there, Here, here's your suit here's your ship hop in we're gonna run everything from here but but you're headed for the moon uh i think i think i'd probably take a pass <laughs> to be honest and i have a huge desire to travel into space i think it would be incredible to go into a low earth orbit to to be on the the space station and and, and make orbits of the earth and to travel out to the moon i think that all of that is incredible. I love sci-fi. I love space travel. I love all the thought of, of us maybe getting colonies on the moon or building enormous spacecraft so we can travel even further. And But right now, like, no, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and take those late 60s, early 70s astronauts word for what it is. And I'll do my best to imagine what it's like to make that journey to the moon. I will do my best to understand what it would be like for them to look back from the planet to, or from, from the moon back to the planet Earth and, and, and try to imagine that. But do I want to make that journey the way they did? Absolutely not. Oh my gosh, I could, I could never do that. And so I'm not asking typical parents, if you're Typical. I have a I have a lot of friends who listen to and watch my vlog that aren't in the special needs world. I'm I'm telling you, like, yeah, I don't wish this on you. I wouldn't expect you to go down this scary journey, but I really appreciate the fact that you ask that you're a fan of finding out that that you. I always mess these up. Sympathize or empathize, whichever it is. And I appreciate all of those advocates out there that 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 are behind us in our special needs journey to you know it's thank you guys and for all of you listeners that are special needs parents or someone with special needs you know remember that that we don't we don't we don't expect everyone to understand our perspective but we can't we can't get bent out of shape because somebody just doesn't get it i mean we we can kind of get that way inside but you don't want to show that to someone else you know you want to you want to handle it you want to be that astronaut that that's on that journey and so man all right uh i'm still struggling with how to close these out in fact i even have notes here did i miss anything 
Yeah, no, I think it's, I think that's it. I think I got it from my notes today. So, <sighs> speaking of the world, speaking of planet Earth, um, I'm going to do what I usually do, and that's remind you guys that to the world, you may be one person, but the one person, you may be the world. So go be somebody's world. And uh, yeah, that's, that's going to do it for this one. So I guess that's going to wrap it, guys. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you next time. Bye. Ha, ha, ha.